This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to For This I Bow My Knees with Tracy Frederick. And from the wilderness, they, they meaning the Israelites, went to Matana, and from Matana to Nahalal, from Nahalal to Bemoth, and from Bemoth to the valley that's in the country of Moab to the top of Pisgah, which looks down on the wasteland. Then Israel sent messengers to Shion, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into the fields or vineyards. We will not drink water from wells. We'll go to the king's highway until we pass through your territory. But Shion would not allow Israel to pass through his territory. So Shion gathered all his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness. And he came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. Then Israel defeated him with the edge of the sword and took possession of his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok as far as the people of Ammon, for the border of the people of Ammon was fortified. So Israel took all these cities, and Israel dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites, in Hishbon, in all its villages. This is Numbers chapter 21, verses 18 through 25. Now follow me to verse 33. And they turned and went up by the way of Bashan, to Og, king of Bashan, went out against them, and he and all his people to battle at Edrai. Then the Lord said to Moses, Do not fear him, for I have delivered him into your hand with all his people and his land. And he shall do to him as you did to Shion, king of the Amorites, and who dwelt at Ishbon. So they defeated him, his sons, and all his people, until there was no survivor left him. And they took possession of his land. That's the background. It's a lot, isn't it? But it's so important. You got it? You have to understand that's what the Moabites saw. They watched God's people marching toward them, taking every village, defeating army after army. That's what King Balak saw when he called for Balaam. In chapter 22 of Numbers, when he asked Balaam to please come at once, curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. Verse 6. So Balaam said, I'll bring Lord back to you as the Lord speaks to me. That sounded great, right? Well, God told Balaam, you shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. And that was a problem for King Balak. So he kept trying to persuade Balaam to help him. But you'll probably recall that Balaam told the king that he would not speak anything other than what God told him to say. Even if Balak were to give him his house full of silver and gold, he said, I could not do anything, either small or great, contrary to the command of the Lord my God. Verse 18. But that didn't work for Balak. So he tried negotiating with Balaam. And he called him to meet him so he could show Balaam the people, as if that would matter. But expecting that information would change Balaam's mind and he would curse God's people. So Balaam went. And Balaam offered sacrifices to God on seven altars. Then Balaam did what God told him to do. He blessed the Israelites. Chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. But Balak wasn't finished yet. In verse 13 of chapter 23, it says that Balak asked Balaam again 
to please come with me to another place so you can see them all. Yeah, that would make a difference, right? And in verse 14 through 26, the Holy Spirit tells us that the same thing happened again. Balaam offered sacrifices on seven altars, and the Lord told Balaam to bless the people. And Balaam did. But Balak, well, he wasn't finished yet. In verse 27, it says that Balak asked Balaam again, Please come, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God that you may curse them for, for me from there. And Balaam built seven more altars with the same outcome. Balaam blessed Israel. And then after all the fuss, Balak, he was furious. But listen to Balaam's response. Verse 12 and 13 of chapter 24 of Numbers. Balaam said to Balak, Did I not also speak to your messengers whom you sent me to, sent to me, saying, If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the word of the Lord to do good or bad of my own will. What the Lord says, that I must speak. Now, I admit that I found myself chuckling when I was reading these chapters. I mean, seriously, Balak kept thinking he would get a different answer if he would just try a different location with a different view, that somehow that would change the mind of Balaam. And really, he thought that that would change the mind of God. If we go here, you'll see the people. Maybe if we go there, you'll change your mind. So let's try it again. Let's just go over here. It's pretty funny, isn't it? And it's not funny, is it? I mean, it was until I thought about us and, and how often we act like Balak. Maybe it's really not funny. When I thought about how we take situations, God has, he's not blessed. He's not approved of. We're told not to do it. But maybe we justify it or we say, well, you know, it depends. That somehow a different angle will, will make something sinful okay. That if God just knew all the circumstances, if, if he could just see it from my perspective, if, if he saw all the situation or if he understood it from this angle or that angle, he would say that it was okay. But you know, you know God's view, what well, he sees every angle. He knows how scared we are. He sees our obstacles and challenges that we face or we will face. He understands how worried we are. He knows how important it is for us, how much it will cost us if we don't get it. Yeah, he sees he sees all the angles. And just like Balak, sometimes we don't get it. That he sees it already. That he sees it before we've asked for it. And the answer is still the same, no matter the angle. It's still wrong. The answer is still no. Not, wait, wait, just look at it from over here. It really isn't funny, is it? When we aren't willing to accept God's will, and when we aren't willing to say, if the world were to give me a house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the word of the Lord to do good or bad of my own will. 
what the Lord says, that I must do. And it is for this, it is for this that I bow my knees today. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we encourage you to please share this program, to like it on social media. Thank you for being with us today.